Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Shout outs to everybody listening all over North America. I hope you're well. I hope you're safe on this Friday night in the beginning of the weekend. I get started every single weeknight. This is my final night for this week at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. 7 Pacific. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's coming to you live from New York City. And we've had a busy day and we've had a busy night. We talked about the Bears and the Panthers, that that trade that got the Bears. DJ Moore, the number nine pick, the 61st pick. A first rounder in 2024, a second rounder in 2025, and the Panthers? The only guy was number one. So they better get the quarterback position right, otherwise they're going to suck forever. And if you listened to us last hour, we compared it to The Wire. Omar from The Wire. You come for the king, you best not miss. Well, damn it, if the Panthers miss... It's not going to be as violent as, uh, you know, Omar coming to shoot you, but it's going to be bad for the Carolina Panthers. We also talked about Aaron Rodgers. If you needed any more clarity that he's basically cooked in Green Bay, you should have heard Mark Murphy, the president and CEO. He was at a girls' basketball game today. It kind of random. Why was he there? It was across the street from Lambeau. And he was basically asked, hey, why the hell are you letting Aaron Rodgers talk to the Jets? This is Mark Murphy's answer. I mean, I can't get into all the details, but, you know, it's a situation where I think we wanted uh, to help Aaron achieve what he wanted as well as the Packers and hopefully, uh, you know, create a situation where it's kind of a win for both sides. 
At this point, is it entirely up to Aaron Rodgers on what he wants to do? And then what has the communication been like the last few days and the last few weeks? Yeah, you know, we're still in uh, discussions. I, I can't really get into more of the specifics. Oh, well, what do they want? Not to be together, that's obvious. Aaron Rodgers is hanging out with his next date, and the Green Bay Packers, they're ready to move on to theirs. I guess this is how divorces work. I've never been married. Anyway, we got a lot to do here as I hang out with you over the next two hours. If you missed the first two, it's real simple. You can hit rewind on the free Odyssey app, and then you could hear all the conversations. You can you could even hear Omar Little. A matter of fact, I love that clip so much. I'm not going to play it right now, but I'm going to play it again before we get out of here. The, the Wire is one of my favorite shows of all time. I love The Wire. I love Sopranos. I used to like The Simpsons. They still come on TV? Hey, Shep, I feel like The Simpsons are going to be on TV past my own expiration date. That's tough. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You think one day they will cancel The Simpsons? No, we don't need Sopranos music. No James Gandolfini. God rest his soul. You think they're going to cancel The Simpsons one day? I think that's the only thing that may not be cancelable. I understand that's not a word Why in Why are The language. Simpsons still on TV? Because it's brilliant. It's brilliant who, writing. It's, it's great voiceover work. Who watches, who watches The Simpsons? Oh, Jared, I mean, I don't have, like, the Nielsen ratings in front of me, but I can, I can ensure you that the Simpsons are as popular as they've ever been before. No. Well, network TV has shrunk, so obviously— But I'm talking about, like, in relation to those that watch the NBC, CBSs of the world, the ABC, Fox, in terms of what The Simpsons does for that, uh, you know, network channel— it's 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 hasn't it has not tailed off is the point. That's why I told you I think the Simpsons are going to be here past my own expiration. I know. Well, I I don't ever see Jr. leaving us. That's my no, not us. Thing. What Earth? Yeah, man. I'm not going to be here forever. So there is a technology that I've been hearing about that With Ted Williams. They froze him. No, 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 not not the Walt Disney method. But I've I've heard that there is a <laughs> there is a, a a technology where they're able to like. Um, like you know, uh, no thanks. No, you don't want it. Okay, whatever it is, I don't. You want don't it, want no. it. Got it. I'm, but no, but also there is a there, there's something with genes and something with chromosomes, oh, and it allows you to almost live forever. That's hey, that's that's in, that's I, in discussion. So what happened? I remember a long time. What what happened to Sally the sheep? Where's she at? She alive? What happened to going to Mars? I mean, there's been a lot of empty false promises. No, I no, get no. That. But they made no. But they they cloned Sally the sheep. Wow. Where is she? And where's the twin at? I don't know. There you go. No thanks. I don't know. Hey, when it's my time to go, it's time to go. And The Simpsons will be here long past me. I haven't heard anybody talk about The Simpsons in 20 years. <laughs> uh, Brady was on The Simpsons, right? Everybody's on. Wasn't Pat- Patrick Ewing was on The Simpsons, right? Well, he, was in a, he was in a really good commercial, too, Patrick Ewing. You remember that? No, 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 no. But Patrick Ewing was, was in The Simpsons. Wasn't he? He was on, like, the Dream Team. It was, okay. They had Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, and Patrick Ewing. They were on The Simpsons. I did not know that. Yeah, Patrick Ewing was on The Simpsons. He was. This 92. Had to be 92. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Good for him. People forget, you know, uh, JR, people forget, you don't forget this, but most people don't realize in the early 90s when you had Shaq coming out of LSU, you had the Admiral, you had Hakeem, you had Dikembe, Patrick Ewing was the starting center for the American men's senior national basketball team. Oh, yeah. People no, forget Patrick how great this there. guy was. 
you know what? And this is this is what sucks right now. I don't know what's next for Patrick Ewing. I feel I feel bad. I, I you know not in the I'm gonna go home and cry and I'm gonna shed a tear. But it's just sad. Patrick Ewing has had a great life. Okay, ain't, ain't nobody gonna take away from that. But in the sports space. Patrick is one of the greatest centers ever. He's top NBA this, one of the best that, top 75 this, and all-star this. And Patrick Ewing is, he's the man. But when it comes to the rest of his, like, career, let's, let's think about this. Patrick Ewing as a player in Georgetown went to multiple national championships, won one, Gets drafted by the Knicks. Uh, people will say that it's rigged. If it was rigged, the Knicks would have actually won. They did not. He becomes rookie of the year. He goes to all these damn all-star games and Patrick Ewing this and blocking shots that helps the Knicks go to uh, championships and loses and 94. And, and then he breaks his wrist and Latrell Sprewell and Allen Houston don't want the guy anymore. And then we got to look at Patrick Ewing in one of the ugliest sights I've ever seen in my life. Patrick Ewing in a Sonics jersey. What the hell was that? It's like a collector's item right now. Patrick Ewing in a Magic jersey. What was that? It's trash. If you have a Patrick Ewing Magic or Sonics jersey, I don't even know what to tell you. You got a collector's item. And so Patrick Ewing goes from being one of the best centers that the NBA has seen, and now he's a a coach. He's working with the Washington Wizards. He's he's with his buddy. Patrick Ewing's hanging out with his buddy, Michael Jordan. And then Patrick Ewing, he goes over to the Houston Rockets. He's, He's working out with Yao Ming. Good for him. And then Patrick Ewing, he goes to the Orlando Magic. He's working out with a big man. He's working out with some guy named Dwight Howard, who's hanging out in Taiwan right now. Then Patrick Ewing gets hired by his friend Michael Jordan again with the Hornets and the Bobcats. And Patrick Ewing has was been looking, waiting for an NBA job that that never came. It's like Patrick Ewing was the back to the basket. Spot up, jump shooter, block a shot. What does is, what is Patrick Ewing know about being a coach? We see all these point guards get a chance, right? Steve Nash got a chance. Mark Jackson got a chance. Steve Kerr gets a chance. Everybody gets a chance. Not Patrick Ewing. He's the big man coach. And then Patrick Ewing gets the call. God rest his soul. John Thompson is gone. His son takes over. His son now gets the boot. And Patrick Ewing takes over Georgetown in 2017. And it was a beautiful occasion. Hey, Patrick, you're a star in the NBA. Hey, Patrick, you were coaching all of these Hall of Fame big men in the NBA. You want to be a a head coach in the NBA. Hey, Patrick, why in the hell in 2017 did you come back to coach Georgetown? This is what Patrick Ewing said at the time. What drew me to the college game? Well, I think it was, if it was any other university, I wouldn't be doing this. 
but it's my alma mater, it's Georgetown. Uh, you know, I'm a Hoya. I just thought it was a, a great opportunity to come back and to try to help to uh, rebuild the program. Uh, any, on the, any other university, I would, the answer would be no. Oh, no. <sighs> no is what it was for Patrick Ewing at Georgetown. Like, I, I think he went on a winning streak to start his first season in 2017, and then they crapped out. And after six seasons as the head coach in Georgetown, a 75-109 record, 75 wins, 109 losses. At one point in time, he had a 29-game losing streak in the Big East. He had one winning season out of six. He went to the tournament one time, and they lost to Colorado. This year, they had a 7-25 and record. Oh, my God. They just got smacked by Villanova to end their season 80-48. to It finally came to a head for Patrick Ewing. He's done. You just heard his introduction in 2017. The only reason why I came back to the college game was to, you know, uh, come and coach where I played, where I won a championship, come back to Georgetown, do big things. I wouldn't come back anywhere else. After that ass-whooping against Villanova two nights ago, Patrick Ewing said, man, damn it, I just, I hope they bring me back. Do you want to be back as Georgetown coach next year? Hey, look, everybody, look, I, um, I listened to Coach Bayheim's uh, press conference after the game, and everybody was just ranting about, are you coming back or what? Hey, look, I am proud of being a Georgetown Hoyer. Um, this institution has been great to me over the, over the years. Uh, I'd be honored to come back as the coach here. Man, we knew that wasn't going to happen. Yesterday, they gave him the boot. His final coaching game, his final game that he coached against Villanova was in Madison Square Garden. The same place where Patrick Ewing stood up on a table, oh, yeah, 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 we're going to the NBA Finals, but then also got his ass whooped against uh, Keem. Patrick Ewing had an amazing career, Hall of Fame, all of this. But he had one of those careers where it's just like, yeah, it's it's good, but it's not good enough. Patrick Ewing is now 60 years old. It's crazy to think. It feels like he's a little older. Patrick Ewing is 60 years old. You think Patrick Ewing is going to get another chance to, to coach in the NBA? Hell no. Like, I feel like that's come and gone. Look at some of the guys that we got coaching teams right now. They're pulling out dudes from video rooms and assistants, your Taylor Jenkins, your gurus. And some of the other guys who are, 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 are now coaches have gotten chances and opportunities. They're even younger than Patrick. Look at Willie Green. He got bigger staff. You know, we've talked about the Grizzlies a lot, unfortunately, for all the wrong reasons. You got somebody like Taylor Jenkins. These guys are younger. They're former assistants. They're former players. They're not guys who retired 20 years ago. I feel bad for Patrick Ewing. If he wants to get back into the NBA or if he wants to coach, he's got to coach a big man somewhere. Maybe Patrick Ewing will get hired by the Bucks. 
I don't know. Do they need him? Probably not. We know damn well Patrick Ewing will not be coaching for no New York Knicks. Maybe Patrick Ewing goes back to Charlotte. Maybe he works for his buddy, Michael Jordan. Maybe he'll be a consultant. I don't think Patrick Ewing likes the Knicks all that much to be a show for James Dolan. And it just, it sucks. Didn't get a chance to coach. Was hot and cold with the media in New York when he played. Had the reputation of being a little surly. But gave his all every damn time. Gave up his chance in the NBA to coach at Georgetown, and now he's cooked. He ain't going broke, he ain't poor. But I just feel bad for a sad seven-footer named Patrick Ewing. If you know Patrick Ewing, get that man a hug. If I got to think about his six years coaching Georgetown, not only did Georgetown stink, Patrick Ewing coached uh, Mac McClung. He did. Mac McClung played there for a minute. Patrick Ewing also gave me one of my favorite quotes of all time. He was on the bench. This is one of those moments he wasn't happy with one of his players and their shot selection. And Patrick Ewing gave me one of my favorite what the hell are you doings that you'll ever hear. This is courtesy of Fox Sports. Step back one-legged. What kind of shot is that? Have you ever shot that shot? Do you work on that shot? When? Yeah. That's probably the highlight of Patrick Ewing coaching at Georgetown, being mic'd up and cursing out one of his players. Don't take that shot. You ain't never practiced that shot. Good luck to Patrick Ewing with whatever the hell he's going to do. Probably work for Michael Jordan. Shame. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Patrick Ewing isn't the only dude potentially done coaching, at least for now. Jim Behan. He's done as well. He actually had a press conference. He spoke to the media. Was he a jerk or was he a nice guy? I'll let you hear about it. We'll talk about North Carolina. The phone lines are open if you want to give me a holler. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Don't move. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey JR, thanks for taking my call. Your show is badass and you always have a good quality bunch of callers. First of all, I tell you, man, I'm a big fan of yours, man. You kill it, man. You do great shows at night, man. Hey JR, how's it going? I just want to say I appreciate you. You're my uh, late night therapist, so I appreciate you. Thank you. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. Hey, this is this is ODB. Yeah, yeah, New York City. Yeah, Patrick Ewing used to play in New York City. He just coached his last game in New York City because he got fired. Sorry. No longer coaching Georgetown. After six years, they said, see ya, goodbye. And this suck. Like, (laughs) this man won a championship with Georgetown. And he goes back to coach him like... 
not even thir- not even 30 years, almost 35, 40 years later, he goes back to coach him. And then he gets fired. Like, that has to sting something special. I feel bad for Patrick Ewing in that regard. I know he's, I'm sure he's made a lot of money. He's friends with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan will give him a job tomorrow if he wants one. It's like every time Mike, oh, Patrick Ewing gets close to something good, it doesn't happen. Goes to the finals and gets smacked by Akeem Olajuwon. Goes to the playoffs. Some guy named Michael Jordan is always dunking on him. And that's his friend. <laughs> what are friends for, right? Gets his job at his old school. Gets fired. Couldn't even get a head coaching job in the NBA. Oh, we don't need this seven-footer coaching for us. Shame. By the way, I'm just waiting on Selection Sunday. That's it. I don't ain't gonna be no Georgetown there. Throw that out the window. Won't see no Syracuse either. Matter of fact, I'm gonna give me a few minutes. I'm gonna take your calls, and then I want you to hear Coach uh, Beheim, former Coach Beheim, after 47 years, former Coach Beheim. I want you to hear his uh, his farewell. I'll let you take some guesses. Was he a jerk or was he emotional? You'll hear it in a second. 855-212-4CBS. Preston is calling from Michigan. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's going on, JR? How are you? I'm good, man. How about you? I'm good. What's up? Listen, man, I wanted to talk about someone that's similar to Patrick Ewing, kind of like in college, except he didn't win the national championship. Um, Jawan Howard from Michigan. Uh, did he punch anybody a... yesterday? I'm t- <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I know, he, I know he lost. I know he lost. Did he even punch nobody in the process? No. Listen, that's one thing. He should have been fired last year when he did that. <laughs> All right. And and now Michigan's not even going to the uh, the tournament. I mean, th- this guy needs to – we need to shoot him out of a freaking cannon. We can't stand him here. Well, I know his son is going into the draft. At least that's a success, right? <laughs> I guess. I mean, maybe he got. He's going to the draft, maybe because he's got the last name Howard. But I mean, Uh-oh. My, my, well, I my, do. I do know Jawan Howard and uh, LeBron. I, I do believe they get along very well. So, I mean, what do you know? Uh, he, could, he couldn't get a. He, he's going to only have two top 100 recruits next year. Um, I mean, the, the, the guy. He did really good his first year right. when he had uh, uh, John Beeline's players, but now he's getting his own players. He's not pulling it together. And correct me if I'm wrong, didn't they give this man – they didn't give him an extension. He's still sitting on the original deal, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, that's that's positive. That's <laughs> that <good>. is positive. <laughs> that's, that's positive. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't see nothing. Look, when the most noteworthy thing you could say about Jawan Howard at Michigan is time management and trying to beat up other coaches – yeah, not not making the tournament is not going to work out in your favor. He needs to call Harbaugh and uh, you know ask him how it feels. That's it. <laughs> hey, it worked That's out it. for Harbaugh though. <laughs> yeah, well, he and he took an ass whooping before he got some love, didn't it? He he took he took five or six years, and yeah. then he finally started pulling through. Yeah, he had to beat Ohio State, uh, but I don't think this is the difference. I don't think Jawan Howard is going to wake up and and potentially have uh, NBA jobs. No, no, that's not happening. Hey, good luck to you folks, Preston. Better luck next year. All right, nice talk to you, JR. Thank you. All the time. And maybe Jawan Howard won't punch people.
Maybe. Like that, that gotta be the high, that has to be the highlight. What's the highlight of Michigan basketball since he got there? They went to the tournament and he's over here trying to slap coaches in the face. It's like Jawan Howard, relax, bro. You're not in the back alley. This is not Sean Kemp. Nobody stole your earpods. It's college basketball. Don't punch nobody. 855-212-4CBS. Bob is calling from Baltimore. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. How are you? I'm excellent. Good. Uh, you know, I appreciate the kind words about Patrick Ewing. I, I used to watch college basketball in the early 80s, and I think people don't remember Georgetown. Georgetown really wasn't the sort of program that it was, you know, after afterwards they got, they got Morning and Matumbo and Iverson and stuff, but right. it was really Ewing and John Thompson that, that sort of put them on the map. He was a big part of that program and to go out in such a uh, sad way, it's just, it's, it's a little, it's a little, little disturbing. Well, you know, it's, it's a part of the, you, you know, he was taking a risk and you know what, but maybe he was so confident thinking to himself, here I am, I'm the guy, I'm back, I'm going to attract talent, and it, it didn't work out that way. Yeah. And now do, he's do gone. Think, do you think the players that are coming out now even have any clue about how good he was and how instrumental he was in the you program see, and all that? I don't think these players, they follow the money, man. They follow yeah. the money, they follow the pred, the pedigree, they follow the pros. You know, I, I haven't seen a player wake up and say, Oh my God! I want to be an amazing center like Patrick, like Dikembe, like Alonzo. They ain't thinking about that. Let, let's even go back a little further. The players who are trying to win right now or trying to go to the league, they have so many different avenues. They're not following idols because their idols don't or did not play in college. Their idols are on TikTok and Instagram. True. It, you know, it's changed a lot. I, I also think of Ewing as sort of among the last of the players that would play all four years in college. Um, you know, after that, it started to be people would play for three years, maybe two years. Um, it, it changed a lot. People just started to come out a lot earlier. Yeah, the, the entire system. Bob, a, a couple of Fridays, I wasn't on the air a couple of Fridays ago. I was at an overtime elite game here in Atlanta, and I was watching the Thompson Twins. And if you're not familiar with overtime elite, this is an alternative to to college. Uh, the players are getting paid. The Thompson twins are are prospects in the draft, and in any other circumstance, they would be getting ready to play in the tournament, and they're earning money here. Their games are on Amazon Prime. They play in in a a, a state of the art basketball facility. This is. These players got options now, and they're not afraid to flex them and use them. So four years, who's even thinking about that anymore? I appreciate you, Bob. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. So you as well. Kellen is calling from Birmingham. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? Hey, man, love the show. Listen to you every night driving home after pickleball. I got to tell you, these kids nowadays, these children nowadays, they haven't – Growing up, watching the golden age of basketball, which was 80s and 90s basketball, which was the elite players of the elite. The dream team was the elite of the elite. And uh, you just harped on it right there, uh, saying that these kids are getting paid. 
you know, the, the drive is not there. But look at Ewing's record. Like, look at his record at Georgetown. And, I mean, that should that should surmise why he got fired. Do you not agree? What am I? So I just gave you his record. I, I just told you what. It, what yeah. I'm gonna say. What I'm gonna disagree. What am I supposed to do? Are they supposed to keep him with a 75 wins and 100. That's a rhetorical question, right? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. No, they I'm, they should let Patrick Ewing have uh, five more losing seasons and then keep. I don't. Well, come on, of course. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I, no, I just I just want to throw my two bits in. Uh, okay. You know, you don't win, you don't win, you don't, you know, you don't. You, you I don't know what it is. Uh, apparently, these kids don't know who he was back in the day and won't won't listen to him. I don't know what it no, is. No, that's not. It, it, I don't even think that's the case. I just believe it doesn't matter as much as it used to. If you yeah. think about the, if you think about who preceded him in in John, not his son, but John Thompson. People went there and they glowed about him being a father figure. It was not just basketball. It was growing in life. How many players, how many professional athletes do you hear talk about coaches in the same way at all anymore? Yep, yep. You don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. It doesn't because that relationship doesn't. It doesn't even exist anymore. The players are now brought up and taught and told that the world revolves around them. I'm going to give you two simple examples. And thank you, Kellen, for my next-door neighbor from Birmingham. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Shep, I should drive. No, I can't. I was going to say I should go to Birmingham tomorrow, but I got to go to New York and do the fan. By the way, Jared, very quickly, if you play for Georgetown University – and you are not familiar with Patrick Ewing's resume, you might as well take that Hoya uniform off and play somewhere else. That's a disgrace. Well, I don't think that's – I don't even think that's the case. I just believe it doesn't matter or carry the same cachet. He's a god it, there. It, and no, it, that, that's not the point. It's not so much about Patrick Ewing. It's the attitude of the players. It's the goal of the player. Who cares that this is Patrick Ewing? These students – these student athletes, these players who think they, they, they have professional aspirations, it doesn't matter if it's Patrick Ewing. If Charles Barkley could, could wake up and say, I want to go coach at, at Auburn. We can take legends and put them everywhere. doesn't matter. The goals of the players have changed. What? And but- so it's not about who's a god or who's this. And Michael Jordan probably wouldn't even have the same weight if he just woke up and was just, maybe he's an exception, maybe bad example. But the players don't care about that crap no more. Where can I get paid? Where can I think I can develop? And how can I go make more money? That's it. But but the question I would have for you is, but doesn't Ewing, Ewing of all people, understands the distractions and and the sidetracks that you can go down in the the past that you can take being a superstar? And Ewing did – listen, he never won the championship. We get all that. He came close twice. But – Ewing did everything the right way. He understands how to how to navigate that circumstance being a superstar athlete. Doesn't doesn't matter. They're not all ears for this guy. No. If that was the case, he'd be pulling in every recruit between D.C. and New York City. It doesn't matter. That's not what the top recruits are looking for. They're looking for a path to money. 
Patrick Ewing and telling me what I need to do and not do and Patrick Ewing not placating and kissing my ass is not going to help me get there. Patrick Ewing has coached this team for six years. Even over the past six years since he got there, the system of basketball has changed. It has. There was no overtime elite league. There was no no G League Ignite team. Everything has, just a lot has changed. Even in the six years when Patrick Ewing coached his first game in what, 2017? So much has changed. If you can't bring in talent, and you know what, for as much people want to say, he ain't no coach, and look at Calipari. Like, oh, what does he do? Just brings in guys and, and sends them out to the NBA. Well, even for him, it's not so easy anymore because these players have so many options. And they've been getting their asses kissed for so long. Even when they're in middle school, the idea of taking a step to college to, to learn some structure, to work with a legend, who cares? How much money are you going to pay me, Patrick Ewing? Who's giving me the check? And it's unfortunate. It's not just Patrick. It's the JR Sport Re Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get some more of your calls. We're going to hear from uh, Jim Beheim. Is he angry? Is he sad? We'll talk about North Carolina. It ain't too fancy right now either. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listen, you do a great job, man. I, oh, before I ask my question, I just want to say I've, I've heard you a couple of times on here. You always have great content, and you got a great sense of humor, and I enjoy listening to you. So I want to start out by saying that. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. We getting set for March Madness. Selection Sunday is coming your way. Sunday evening, we'll know what the brackets look like. We'll know about the first four, etc., etc. Right now in the studio, it's at halftime. I got this on in the background. In addition to the Lakers, will look like they're they're on their way to uh, winning, beating the Raptors. Lakers winning one twenty-two to one ten. A little bit of a bounce back. D'Angelo Russell bounced back into this game. First game back, 28 points for him on a college basketball side. I got Arizona, Arizona State on another screen there at halftime. Arizona leading 35 to 28 against Arizona State. 855-212-4CBS. We got a lot of callers on the line, but I did tell you I wanted you to hear uh, Jim Beheim. He actually gave his farewell today. And I'll leave it up to you to figure out whether or not, or take a guess right now, Jim Behan, his farewell press conference, was he a jerk or was he sincere? Was he emotional? Take a listen. You'll figure it out. When I was 17 years old, I came to Syracuse right next door. 
It was a dirt floor practice field for football. Syracuse had lost 29 straight games in basketball, not football. I never left this school. I'm now 78 years old. And I'm probably most happy that I will never leave here. I'll never leave Syracuse. And I'll never leave Syracuse University. When I picked Syracuse as the place I wanted to live a long time ago with Rick Pitino and our wives, and they picked Paris, Bermuda, and California, I picked Syracuse. They all walked away. <laughs> Guess what? I'm still here. Thank you. He didn't curse nobody. Chef, he didn't curse nobody out today. Nah, he almost did that at the last press conference. Oh, <laughs> good for him. Good for him. Now he can, I guess, not retire. He'll just be around as a consultant. And good for him. At least it ended nice for somebody. At least he won a championship with Carmelo. Yeah, good there's there's no controversy in his career or anything like that. Uh. You, you, what happened to uh, Fab Mello? Where's he at? Uh, Fab Mello, Bernie Fine, a driving incident, and I'll leave that there. Uh, well, he's I, old. Uh, Give him a break. It's well, not like he woke up and said, let me hit someone. Well, I mean, violating, you know, uh, recruiting, you know, sanctions and getting yeah, suspended yeah, yeah. nine games from leave the ACC. Man, okay. Leave his 100 games alone. Well, okay. he, didn't, I, he didn't put the sport on a map in a positive direction. Let's just be real about his legacy for a second, right? Like he's Me, not. He's, the, the man is retired. Okay, okay. Why are you whooping his ass for? All right. Well, he was. Do- I didn't call him God. Well, he was doing that to the media for forty-seven years. So I feel like maybe yeah, it's time the media grumpy. kind of put him in his place a little bit. We know he's grumpy. Yeah. And, the, the, you just heard a seventy-eight-year-old man crying, and you want to beat him down. Jr. He yeah. was well past his expiration date. You and I both know this. He should have stepped out when Mike Hobson wanted to take over. Y- yeah. Yeah. A long time ago. Right. But now he's gone, so what what are we doing? He's okay. gone. Okay. Good. You're right. You you're gonna see you live in New York. I do. You're gonna see somebody on the street. You gonna kick him? No. I'm not gonna kick someone when they're down, but if we're but we'll we lead this man down, he's down, he's old, he's crying. Okay. Let that... him let him go home and cry and be sad. He's gonna be sad. Okay, I, I just think he's going to wake a, up and not know what to do with himself. Th- this is a very nice show and performance they all put on today at Syracuse University in honoring Jim Beheim. That was that was such for show. That was not because they wanted to applaud this man's forty-seven year career and felt like he did such good things for the university in his last few years. You tell that to the people in Syracuse. Oh, people in Syracuse can't stand him. I'm not denying the Hall of Fame career that he had, Jr. I'm just he was he was great. The two three defense, we, we, we're well aware of all that. Oh, tell me about his zone. Well, yeah, all of that. But the reality is, Jim Beheim was a nasty sob as a head coach at Syracuse. There's no getting around that, and he treated everyone like crap unless you were Carmelo Anthony and a superstar and could do things for the university like Johnny Flynn. And that's so the last time he's pro- Johnny Flynn's probably been mentioned on a national radio show in five years. Ten. Ten. Yeah. So now he's gone. Yes. And now what, what do you want to do now? Congratulations, Jim Beheim, on a wonderful Hall of Fame career in which you also took a shot at Jim Calhoun back in 2006, and that wasn't good enough for you. I'm done. Damn, the sarcasm. What did he do to you? <clears throat> I, no, I just, I'm just, I got to be real about Jim Beheim's career. Like, he was, he, 
He, he, he, I remember even this year, he complained about how other schools were getting players. He was just yeah, so grouchy. Yeah. Yes. He was so grouchy. He was a yeah. curmudgeon. There's no room yeah. for that in sports. That's be, what old people do, man. Then don't be a head coach at 78 years old at Syracuse University. I, I agree, but now he's gone. Okay. I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we know he's a grouch. He's been a grouch for a long time. I can use I don't know if I could say that word. He had a prickly personality. You can definitely say that word. I've heard yes, a lot okay. worse about Jim Beheim. Yeah. Yes, he was a prickly, he had a prickly personality. The jerk. Derive from that what you may. We know that. Now he's gone. Good for him. And he's probably going to cry when he wakes up in, uh, I don't know, <laughs> what month are we in? <laughs> Mid-March. March. Well, yeah, by the time, uh, you know, we get to, to October, November, he's going to cry because he's not the coach anymore. Anyway, 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Wayne is calling from Baltimore. What's up, Wayne? J.R. Beheim, Ewing. Anybody, listen, check it out. This is the year of Wayne. I'm getting paid. I'm getting mine. Look, it's Wayne's year. It's Wayne's turn. It's Wayne's world. That's it. You got it. Ewing, (laughs) that was like 100 years ago. Beheim, two. I feel for you, but brother, this is Wayne's world. Hey, Wayne, are you going to uh, Aaron Rodgers to the uh, psychedelic conference in June in, in Colorado? <laughs> oh, yeah, me and Aaron are hanging 420 big time. No, no, I didn't ask you about 420. I asked you about the psychedelics <laughs> conference in June. That's that's like 620. Oh. <laughs> no, I won't be there with him. Okay. I don't like- oh, thank you. Sorry about that. Not really. <laughs> wow. I know what he was doing tonight. No, I don't. Not really. I don't know what does that to you. I have no idea. I should get him tickets to uh, the Psychedelics Conference. He'd probably fit right in. That was an interesting caller. It's the JR Sport Reef Show on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We got a lot to do here in this final hour, or at least the final hour coming up. The Lakers just won a basketball game. LeBron James just tweeted out he loves his team. I tweeted out laughing emojis because does he really love this team? Probably not. Anyway, I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side of the break. We're going to take a look at at UNC. They suck too, by the way. Oh, Les Snead from the Rams. He had a response to Matthew Stafford being traded. We got so much more to do. The JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. Your call's on the other side. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 